The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Don't wait. This offer is only available for a limited time. Use the code VEASAN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in selected states. Must be 21. Eligible to restrictions to apply. Void where prohibited. See, DraftKing- See casino.draftkings.com. For full details, it is always a pleasure, Matt Humans, Dave Ross here, follow the money, to have Johnny Avella, the DraftKings Sportsbook Director, join us here on a Wednesday morning. And Johnny, Matt and I have been talking a lot today about the NFL because, of course, we just we've got withdrawal symptoms right now. We can't get enough of it here. And you obviously look at the odds next year for some of these teams and the futures that you guys have up at DraftKings. Is it hard to put those numbers up right away, Johnny, when you really don't know the quarterback situation here and the dominoes that are going to fall and the Aaron Rodgers situation for a second off season, maybe even the, the prospects of Tom Brady we'll get into here a little bit. How do you gauge that initially right after the Super Bowl? Yeah, it, it's a little tricky this year. Uh, normally not because we know who the starting quarterbacks are for the teams, usually the following season. Um uh, you know, for this one, we have, uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers at 16 to 1. If Rodgers doesn't stay in Green Bay, they're going to shoot up significantly. Uh, Tampa Bay is up to 22 to 1 because any of the quarterback others could land there. Rodgers could possibly land there, too. Same goes for a Denver team. So, you know, we're in a position where none of those teams that where these quarterbacks could go to are too high. So, uh, you know, could they, the, the better could get a little value if they beat us to the punch, but not much. Yeah, you don't you don't bump it up too high to where you're going to get hurt if you take some action on some of those teams you're talking about there. Johnny, uh, what about the 49ers? Uh, a book in Vegas yesterday took a $20,000 play on the Niners at 16-1, to 1, and the, there are stories circulating now, and I think there's something to this. Tom Brady's retirement was a part of him trying to manipulate a trade to the San Francisco 49ers. Is that something you guys have talked about as bookmakers? Uh, I, you know, it's obviously speculation at this level. At this point, there are a lot of people who believe there's something to this story. But I think you already had the 49ers low enough that you're probably not concerned about it, right? That's correct, Matt. They're 14-1. to You know, first impressions of Tom Brady doing something like that to me, would be a huge mistake at this time in his career. Uh, You know, San Francisco, 
you know, he may find himself on the ground more in San Francisco. So, uh, you know, he, either stay retired, stay with the team you are, you, you're already with. Uh, starting to make moves like this seems a little bit ridiculous to me. Uh, let's uh, quote Mike Sando, who wrote mm-hmm. this story for The Athletic, and there's a lot more to it if you want to go check it out. It's a good story by Sando speculating on a lot of quarterback moves that could happen in the NFL this offseason. Quote, Brady long hoped to play for the 49ers. He grew up in the Bay Area. For Brady, retiring makes it possible for a trade to materialize more organically. Brady might not have been willing to force a trade from the Buccaneers to the Niners, which could have gotten messy and affected his legacy in a negative way by leaving open the door to play again. Brady is in position to accept a trade if one can be worked out. And there are people who believe that that's uh, Tom Brady's agenda here is trying to work his way to San Francisco. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting, Johnny, if that does happen. Theoretically, if you saw a move like that, let's say this does get orchestrated, and you mentioned you've already got that number blowing up about 14-1, to so it really wouldn't hurt you that much. Where do you think that would go up to, though? Because you've got to imagine if this actually materialized in a month or two months, what have you, where do you think theoretically that number could go to? Uh, You know, just looking at it, Quickly, I would say the 49ers won't go any lower than a, than a 12, and the buck and, and if it's Jimmy G going to the to the Bucks, uh, you know the Bucks would probably drop maybe down a 15 or so, and that's about it. Um, and if that's what the plan is, is Matt, is that the plan? The trade is that involved Jimmy G or that's does not involve? Yeah. I would assume that's. I think it's safe to assume that that's probably going to be the. Uh... <laughs> The basis of the trade, Jimmy G and a draft pick to mm-hmm. Tampa for, for Brady if something like that could get pulled off. Yeah, I, that's where I think those two would be. Remember, there's still some kids in town that can play some football. The Chiefs and the and the Bills, mm-hmm. they're both just like seven and a half to one. So I don't know if those two teams would go much, would go uh, in front of them. So I'm thinking in the 12 to 15 for both of those. Johnny, uh, you and I were talking about this other day on the edge show in the afternoon. I think the bills are going to be a hot team in the mm-hmm. futures with the betting public. You're not concerned about that as a bookmaker because they're co-favorites or the favorites. What other teams do you think might be hot? And obviously the quarterback moves could dictate this. The Broncos, possibly if Aaron Rodgers heads there, any other teams you see on that board that you think are going to become uh, trending type of teams uh, with betters in the offseason? Yeah, man. I mean, there's some teams out there I think can can play and uh, get into the playoffs and possibly win this whole thing. You know, look at what Cincinnati accomplished this year. This year. So there's others. The Patriots had a really successful season. I could see them, uh, you know, have, having another one in uh, Arizona if Kyler Murray is actually going to be there. The Browns were extremely disappointing last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I could see them bouncing back a little, uh, and I don't know where Russell Wilson's going to end up, but that whoever, wherever that is, uh, that team will also be a contender. Uh, maybe with the Raiders, I think he would look good with a Raider uniform on. You know, John, it's very interesting. You, when you mentioned Seattle and I see you guys DraftKings, you've got uh, plus 3,500 here, 35 to one and the same number for both the Vikings and the saints. And all three of those teams, we don't know about the quarterback situation, right? Because we don't know what's going to happen with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, and we certainly don't know what's going to happen with the Saints now in their quarterback situation. Is that why those are all kind of grouped the same way? Because you just don't know. We assume Russell Wilson's going to be back in Seattle, but it's very interesting, all the same numbers with a lot of the same question marks. Yeah, you know, we feel that this is a fair price for now. 
but it might not be a fair price after a couple of trades. Uh, so, or maybe it may be a very fair price. <laughs> maybe the odds will get it cut in half. So at this point, it, you know, our odds are probably more on the conservative side on those teams. But when you look at some of the others that aren't going to have those type of, uh, you know, no trades in, are going to be intact with them. And at Jaguars, Jets, and Lions, and Texans, they're all very high odds. So some of these will move up in that territory once we find out uh, more about where they're going. You know, we've talked about a lot of teams. We have not even mentioned Dave Ross's Dallas Cowboys. I was what, trying to avoid it, Johnny. What's uh, DraftKings got on your Cowboys? <sighs> well, we got right now four is what I see fourteen to one, Johnny. And I have to assume <laughs> because it's America's team, this is gonna th- this number is as good as it's gonna get. It's not gonna go the other way right now if you're a Cowboy fan. Well, it's not going to go the other way, um, you know, before the season starts, unless there's some adjustments and we, and we you know, our, our future pool's a little out of whack and we have to make a, a co- so, you know, it's possible the Cowboys could get raised to 16 or mm. just 18 if, uh, mm. you know, some of these others are coming down. Because if you're taking teams down, you have to take other teams up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, during the season, once the season starts again, if they uh, start off well, of course, their number probably drop. People will jump on them, but uh, if they don't, then it'll go back up. So, and it, but in, just before the season starts, I think four points uh, going up would probably be the highest they would move. Yeah, Cowboys coaching staff returns intact for better or worse. <laughs> uh, earlier in the show today, Johnny Dave Ross referred to Dak Prescott as Super Dak. <laughs> And I think that's an undeserved nickname. Well, Johnny, my yeah. point is, if he plays like Super Dak instead of Average Dak, maybe 14-1 to 1, this thing can cash that ticket next year. And I also saw for MVPs for next year, Dak's name up there on the board. That's how Matt and I got on that discussion. <laughs> uh, is this just fool's gold for me, Johnny, at this point, that I'm just throwing away my money every year with Cowboys Futures? <laughs> No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think the pieces are there. Is the coach the guy that'll get you there? I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, they. I think they need to kind of reel uh, him in a little bit. Don't you think he throws the ball too much during the course of a game? You know, you can't throw the ball 55 times a game. It just So uh, is he talented? He's very talented. He just needs a, some more help. I think they're lacking, uh, you know, everything they need to win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh, Elliot. Elliot, to me, is I don't think he's panned out the way that they thought he would. Uh, so I think there's a little more help needed. Johnny, he's the be- he's the highest paid fullback in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Cowboys uh, got to rebuild their offensive line and get back to running the ball. And uh, by the way, you can't call him Super Dak until he can you know win more than one playoff game. Okay, Johnny, uh, let me ask you this though, very uh, quickly. If because the elephant in the room here with the Cowboys is Sean Payton, right? And I heard Mike McCarthy's comments, Johnny. He basically said it's a very unusual situation. He said he's never dealt with this before, hearing the outside whispers. What would you make that number for the Cowboys if you just flipped Sean Payton for Mike McCarthy with the roster they have? Well, you go from 14 to 1 to 10 to 1 right 10 away. 10 to 1 right away? Yeah, I think so. At least at least, at least 12. I mean, the coach doesn't get on the field, but he sure makes a difference. Yeah. So, uh, 12, yeah, probably 12. I think it would jump two, down two points to 12. You'd be going from a doofus head coach to one of the sharpest head coaches in the league. That's all that you need to difference. know. If Johnny's willing to move at right, two points John, just like that, you know I'm the moving Cowboys four. should make I'm, I'm going from 14 four. to 10 We've got to make just based change. on Sean Payton. Johnny, uh, about 45 seconds left. Nevada – 
Set another Super Bowl uh, wagering handle record, $179.8 million on the game. The books held 8.6%, won $15.4 million. Those are pretty good numbers uh, for Nevada bookmakers. How'd things work out for DraftKings? Hey, dude, let me, for, I'll mention the guys in Nevada first. They do a great job, always have. Uh, you know, they're good hospitality guys. They know how to bookmake. Uh, for us at DraftKings, we had a, also had a tremendous handle, broke all records easily. Uh, and also, uh, you know, had similar results to what they had. So we're we're very happy with the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't couldn't have been better for everybody out here in Las Vegas. Johnny, really appreciate the time and the information as always, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you, guys. All right, there he is, Johnny Avello, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's come on back and maybe talk a little bit more. Win some, lose some, right here. Follow the money on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. No, it's not. It's the same game. Parlay. Now turn any game into a big game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Parlay your way with an official sports betting partner of the NBA and make it rain. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, let's do it. Win Some. Celtics minus one to minus two. Celtics, that's not a big move, but the Celtics took a little bit of money. Oof. And uh, they blasted the Sixers 135 to 87 in Philly last night. Celtics are a hot team suddenly. If you have not been paying attention to the, <laughs> the association, Jalen Brown, 29 points. Jason Tatum with a big game, 28, 12, and 6. But the story here the Celtics hit 25 threes. That's a franchise record. A franchise record. I'll say that again for the Boston Celtics 25 for 45 from three. And uh, with their 135-87 victory last night, the Celtics are the first team in NBA history to win three straight road games by at least 30 points. Unbelievable. That's history. That's from ESPN Stats and Info. Also win some last night. Pacers-Bucks over the total. Bet from 234 to 239. JVT, 
recommended this play when he was on with us yesterday. You played it, Dave. Milwaukee beat down the Pacers 128 to 119. Hey, the Bucks did not cover the number, though. No. The Pacers hung in there thanks to Buddy Heald, 36 points, 8 for 12 from 3. But the freak went for 50 <laughs> uh, for the Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 17 of 21 from the field last night for Milwaukee. So uh, some pretty good offensive play out of the freak and healed to help get that game over the total. It lands on 247. College hoops win some. Wake Forest, a dog that took money, the Demon Deacons. Bet from plus 11 to 9.5. And And, uh, they covered, almost won the game. 76-74 loss at Duke. Mark Williams with a put-back dunk in the final second. Duke blew a 19-point lead in that game, but Wake gets the cash. Uh, New Mexico Lobos, not a big move on this game either, but I, I think sometimes it's telling when the favorite does not get bet up. You know that there's there's sharp action on the underdog. This is one of my plays you last night. You were all night. over it. <clears throat> New Mexico from plus six to plus five and a half, also plus 215 on the money line. The Lobos take down Wyoming 75 to 66 at the pit in Albuquerque. Jalen House, a big game for New Mexico. Also in college hoops, Tennessee bet from one to a two-point favorite. Didn't see that coming. No, and I thought Kentucky would be popular with the betting public, but uh, there was a lot of sharp play on the Volunteers. They avenged a 28-point loss to Kentucky with a 76-63 win. A 28-point loss, that was 107-79 in Lexington on January 15th. So Tennessee got some payback last night. Let's go to lose some. Okay. In the association, the Miami Heat did get Jimmy Butler on the floor last night. Mm. It did not make a big difference, even though Jimmy Butler had 29 points and 10 rebounds. The Heat fall to the Mavericks, who were down eight at halftime, 107 to 99 on South Beach. And uh, Miami Heat bet from three and a half to five and a half point favorites. So it was a loser for the players. A couple in hockey, Colorado Avalanche, just a small move here from 240 to 260 favorites. Colorado lost to the Dallas Stars 4-1. to That was the Avalanche's first home loss in regulation since late October. Ooh. How about the USA men's hockey team? No. How about not? Uh, USA falls to Slovakia. Eliminated the top-seeded USA team in a shootout after tying the game in the final minute of regulation. U.S. went 0-5 in the shootout, so this continues a depressing streak. Dave Ross, the U.S. team has not won gold in men's hockey since the Miracle on Ice in 1980. So that's lose some. My family was moving because I was only 10, so it's not me. My family was moving from upstate New York to Virginia Beach in 1980 when that was happening. And if you were up there and it was in Lake Placid, Miracle on Ice, it was tape delayed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we right. didn't even yeah. find out until we made the trek all the way mm-hmm. back down to the beach like the next day that they had actually won. Go- well, they hadn't won gold at that point when they beat right. the, uh, the the Soviet Union. And then they, of course, had to go win gold. There were some comparisons being made to this team to that team. I think we can stop those comparisons. I, yeah, I, I don't know who's making that comparison. I CNN. wasn't paying attention. But uh, have you watched much of the Winter Olympics in Beijing? I have not, sir. Uh, I haven't either. The, the one thing I thought was kind of humorous was, uh, the ski, I think it was the ski jumping. If, if you saw the aerial shot, there was no snow within like a 10-mile radius. Yeah. And they set up the ski jump uh, right next to three nuclear reactors. I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, it looked like a scene out of The Simpsons. I was like, is this real life? <laughs> this can't be accurate. Right. It was a bizarre look. It was bizarre, yeah. I just want our, our all of our athletes to come home safe. That's all I, that's all I really hope for here. And if we win some golds, too, that'd be nice, too.
Uh, but we also have um, some videos that we'd like to share. Can we do that now, or do you want to wait? No, go ahead. Okay. Because you think that this video might be manufactured. I think it might be authentic. Well, it was staged. <clears throat> well, because, no, look, you're, 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 it's not Bevo, but you're going to get the horns. Oh, come on. So, you see, the only thing that, if you look at the Zabruder film and you really slow it down in the grassy knoll, you can see that the right leg, he does kind of, kind of tightens up the leg in anticipation of the um, the shot that the Kanikis in the under region. But that's a, I mean, the bull doesn't know he's part of the video, Matt. Dave, how long do they have the video camera on to try to... Oh. To try to stage this. I've seen enough of this. Let's move on to okay. another video. Well, we have one other one because we, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. And Chris Beard, after that win last night, a good road win for Texas in yeah. overtime at Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, Chris Beard's just walking off the court, right? And a fan said uh, this. Chris Beard, you're a traitor! That's what he said. Then Chris Beard said, oh, I'm going to have a, we're going to have a little talking to. Now, look, old school people like me remember Bob Knight back in Indiana with, uh, I can't remember the fan, but he went after the kid when he said, what's up, Knight? Yeah, what's up, Knight? Remember that? And then Bobby said, oh, nope. That was the end. That was, uh, he was already under a zero tolerance policy at the time. And so I the, think Miles Brand was the school president at the time. Was that right? He was. Yeah. Very good. So, like, my <clears> thing is, like. I, Chris Beard, well, I'm not saying right or wrong, because I think your point is, Matt, just walk away. No, 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 that's not my point at all. Oh, I thought you didn't want him to go say, say his piece. No, I, I, I didn't say that at all. I think we were getting the messages mixed oh. up here. First of all, I don't think Chris Beard should be sensitive about anything somebody says about being a traitor. You go from one rival to another, from Lubbock to Austin, Texas Tech to Texas, people are going to say those things. You have to be willing to take it. You took the money. You went back. And by the way, he was initially a Texas guy. Right. So He Texas, went back home. Right. He was just going back home. But if somebody calls you a traitor, who cares? You can't be sensitive. I think I kind of like that Chris Beard confronted I did too. Uh, the fan just because sometimes fans think they can yell anything they want and get away with it and just hide. And this kid looked like he was scared to death when Chris. But what's Beard going to do? He's not going <laughs> to no, He's, gonna have he's not going to wrestle him to the ground and pummel him. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I want to know what Beard said to the kid. Like, uh, what do you mind think your said? elders? I don't know because it was a very quick conversation. Whatever Chris Beard said to the said kid, we're assuming it was a kid. And again, it, the odd thing for me is it's Oklahoma. It's not even Texas Tech. It's like it's an Oklahoma fan, obviously upset. Chris Beard, you're a traitor. You're That's a traitor. What he what, what'd you say to me? It's an Oklahoma fan, so he walks over. What do you think he says? You got something to say to me? Say it to my face. Just say that. And then uh, the kid just stood there frozen, so whatever. The, the kid I, goes back to the dorm actually, and he's the, like. The incident last night with the coach, it could have turned into something that was big, was in the Tennessee oh game because uh, there was a Kentucky coach that looked like an assistant coach. That was he a, got bumped or shoved by one of the, one of the volunteers' players, and mm-hmm. then he pushed back and that almost started a brawl by the bench. That's one of those that could have turned into something last night and escalated, but it did not. Thank goodness. And again, the Chris Beard thing. But by the way, people, we are not encouraging anybody. You shouldn't be saying stuff for coaches. Coaches, you probably shouldn't be addressing the student body. But there it is. Look at the kid. Look at the kid. Oh, my God. It looks scared. He looks terrified. But, you know, the kid's on the court. Yeah, traitor! 
Like, man, that takes some gumption to say that to a grown man walking off the court. I, I don't know why you feel compelled to do that. But Chris Beard, I, I always say, you can say whatever you want. Just don't be upset when they say something back to you. Yeah, bottom line is that game last night, too, attracted some pretty strong two-way betting action. And it was a coin flip result. And it went Texas's way. The trader and, uh, won it. Speaking of the trader... We got the rematch on deck. Texas oh. Tech at Texas. That's going to be this crazy. weekend. That's after Tech. I'm sure they won't say anything. Uh, plays to Chris Baylor Beard. tonight. If you missed uh, the beginning of the show, Paul Stone was on with us, and one of his top plays in college hoops tonight is Texas Tech minus two over Baylor. Winsome Loonsome is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Learn more at betrivers.com. And, of course, our friends at Winners and Winers have another free play, play parlay from the red-hot expert handicapper Scott Steen. To those who maybe tried this in the last few days, we learned that we're sharing the wrong number. Not to worry. We have the right one for you now. Again, it's free. No strings, no BS. Just decide the total in tonight's Knicks and Nets game on the house. To get that parlay, text VEASAN to area code 320-350-350. 3500. Once again, that's 320 350 3500. Yeah, I'm always look, I like I like combat sports. I like when people have beef, you want to speak your beef, that's fine. And then we move on, hopefully amicably. I hope that ended well for both Chris Beard and the terrified kid. It was okay. I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was just fine. Nobody was injured, thank goodness, in the making of that video. <laughs> Much more to get to in Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. First bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit VSEN.com slash horses for all the details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. Follow the money right here on VSEN. I like to call him. The King of New York, our next guest. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter as I do at not the Will Hill because he does have a great New York City cast right here on Veasan. Will, let's get to the uh, night in the NBA, sir, if we will. And of course, whenever you have the Nets and the Knicks, and again, I I go back to the nostalgia of opening night when the Knicks are going to win the championship because they came back against Boston, and then it's gone south from there. But I'm not sure to make uh, what to make of this Nets team either. So how do you break down this Brooklyn and New York City matchup? Yeah, well, there's a line in Major League Two after they win a game. He says, "We won a game yesterday. We won today. We won today. It's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. It's called a winning streak. It has happened before." So that's what the Nets are looking at here. Both these teams, like you said, have played terribly. Uh, I just don't think the Knicks can be favored by four and a half, five over every over anybody really. Uh, we've seen the line come down a little bit. I'd opened it five. I'm not sure what it's at at the moment. Last I saw it was four, four and a half. There's probably some four and a halfs out there. Uh, I just think, look, Knicks, no Barrett, no Noel. Uh, usually you'd say the Knicks have a huge home f- home court advantage in this one. But the Knicks fans right now, I think, are pretty apathetic, Ooh. pretty fed up with Thibodeau, not playing the younger players. Really a disappointing yeah. season. Uh, the Nets at least get Curry, get Drummond, get some bodies in there. Just, you know, try to... Uh, hold up until they can get the ramp back at Simmons back. Obviously they only have Irving for half the game. So to me, it comes down to Knicks. You can't favor them by four and a half over anybody. They've just played terribly lately. So I'll take the nets here plus the four and a half. Well, hopefully you, you took the four and a half because that's not out there right now. Three and a half is uh, the number at most spots, including right here at circus sports. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're right. That number has 
come down. What do you think the Brooklyn Nets are going to look like after the All-Star break, Will? This, I'm sure it's going to be a popular topic on your New York City cast. They're going to be a playing team. Uh, I don't see any way out of them being a playing team. Assuming even Durant comes back in the next week or two after the All-Star break, they'll get Simmons back. But again, those guys, they're not going to play every night. They're going to kind of baby them, ease them in. Uh, Durant's not going to be playing 40 minutes, playing back-to-backs. They're going to give him nights off. They're going to load manage. Again, you don't have Kyrie for half the games, maybe even more than half the games, because he can't play tonight in New York in the Garden. He can't play in Toronto. There's certain cities he can't play in, which, you know, not to get into it, but it's part of the handicap. And I don't know that the Nets can win a title, as crazy as it is to say, if New York doesn't change its vaccine mandate. If you only get half of Kyrie, you don't have Harden, it's basically just, you know, Simmons, whatever he's going to give you, and who knows how that's going to go. And Durant, I I don't think they can win the title. I think they really need 100% of Kyrie. So, to me, the Nets, uh, they're just they are going to be a playing team. They're going to be dangerous. Durant might be the best player in the world, but they're headed for a playing tournament. It's absolutely fascinating, that situation there with Kyrie and how we're hearing the tea leaves with Harden and everything else. Very quickly, on the, you mentioned Tibbs, and I'm sure this will be popular in the New York City cast. Uh, look, I saw it in Chicago too, Will, right, where fans get frustrated. Play the young guys. Play the young guys. That's not what he does. He plays the veterans, right? It was Jimmy Butler. Was, he's going to play his guys. Is that the biggest problem with this team, or is it really the ro- roster and the way it's constructed? Yeah, I think it's both. There's a little bit of uh, Jim Harbaugh. Now, he's not a good, as good as Jim Harbaugh, but you know how Harbaugh can kind of wear out as well. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit where, where Tibbs, you know, he's playing Taj Gibson 36 minutes, and, like, Taj Gibson's 37 years old. Years old. <laughs> he's had a nice career, but you don't need Taj Gibson out there. Uh, and, again, last year they were a 4 seed, but that was really – I'm sure you guys remember Brady Anderson one year hit 50 home runs and he oh, never yeah. hit more than 18 in a single year. Mm-hmm. Last year was kind of a Brady Anderson-type year for the Knicks, for Randall, who, you know, they both really punched above their weight. Last year was more about – uh, you know, these other teams resting. Uh, a lot of the league was beat up coming off the bubble. Uh, the Knicks really, I mean, they were a 21 team a couple years ago. That's really more who they are. There's the truth is somewhere in between. And uh, this Knicks team, they don't really have an all-star. They don't have a great player, not even a really good player. So to me, it might be better off for them to you know get in the lottery and you know try to strike gold there. So last year was a Brady Anderson type year for the Knicks. Were the Knicks on steroids? <laughs> I just think the circumstances of the year, you know, it's it, again, cheap Brady shot of Brady Anderson. Of I know, poor Brady. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's 50 home runs out of nowhere and never tops uh, 18 the rest of his career. Anyway, uh, let's talk more association here with Will Hill, one of the rising stars of VSIN. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. I want to go to the West Coast, Denver and Golden State tonight. The Warriors, five and a half point favorites, total of 224.5. Do you have a play on this one? Yeah, I like the Nuggets. Uh, no Iguodala for the Warriors. Still no Draymond. Uh, the Warriors have struggled a little bit here defensively. And I like the Nuggets. I think Nuggets will be able to score. I'm not opposed to an over in this game. And, uh, you know, I like the Nuggets. And I think the Nuggets, if you're looking for a sleeper out West, you get uh, Porter Jr. back maybe. You get Murray back. Uh, I know the Suns basically win every night and they're a machine. But, you know, usually the team that wins the title has a great player. A top three, top five player. Paul's very good. Booker's very good. They don't have that player. The Nuggets do in Jokic, who, you know, is coming off an MVP season, is still somehow kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I like the Nuggets tonight, and I think if you're looking for a sleeper to come out of the West, the, Nets are gonna, uh, the Nuggets are going to be very dangerous. That's a really good home court they have. They have a great player. And, um, you know, I think with Murray and, and Porter coming back, they're really dangerous. All right, before we shift focus to golf, because i got to get your golf picks as well. Trailblazers and Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. you have a, a, a take on this one that you like, Will? Yeah, tough spot for Memphis. They played in New Orleans last night. Now they have to fly home to Memphis to play. Morant missed last night's game with an ankle injury. Not sure if he's going to play tonight. 
Portland's actually played okay. They played pretty well. They, they've won three in a row. They buried Milwaukee uh, the other night in Milwaukee. Uh, this new backcourt of uh, Simons and Hart has played well. To me, 12 is a lot of points for a Memphis team that might be apathetic, might be tired, might be might get no Morant. So uh, give me the 12 here with Portland. Uh, as we've seen here, you get to the all-star break, around the all-star break, you get some strange results in the NBA, whether it's blowouts, upsets, uh, the uh, the Celtics winning by 9 million points last night. You get some weird results. So uh, give me the 12 here with Portland. Okay, how about the Lakers? Uh, talking about this team going into the All-Star break. Like you said, you can find some pretty good spots. This is a, a tricky week to handicap, but if you stay on top of it, you can find some things. Where do you think the Jazz and the Lakers are uh, heading into tonight's matchup in L.A.? Jazz looks like five-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 227. Yeah, I would lean towards the Lakers here just because they finally do have LeBron and Davis healthy. They probably should have won in Golden State the other night. It's hard to trust this team. They really, you know, they won a championship two years ago. Then they started out 21 and six and everyone got hurt. They had no off season. Then for whatever reason, they blew this team up. They got rid of Caruso. They basically traded or got rid of the whole team. That Westbrook trade uh, is basically going to you know, close LeBron's title window. I don't think he's going to win another title, at least not with LA. Uh, but I, I would probably lean towards the Lakers tonight just because, you know, LeBron and Davis healthy, you know, getting five and a half at home. There's probably some value on the Lakers there. All, All right. right. So, Hill. Yeah. No more titles for LeBron. He just said Ooh, it. it's a bold statement. It's over, it's for, over LeBron. for LeBron. Will Hill said it. Put that clip up on VEASAN Live on Twitter. <laughs> hey, Will, you and I uh, were on the, uh, the wrong horse last week uh, over there in Phoenix, but we hopped back on the horse this week. Well, what the, horse were you on last week? Well, we took an extreme long shot, right, Will? And he didn't even make Wise. the cut. We took Aaron yeah. Wise. Oh, Aaron Wise. I can see that. Right. Just I, didn't happen. By the way, I grabbed a little piece of him again this week at the Genesis Open. I did at 180 to 1. But, Will, I know that you got some plays in pocket that you like for this week. What do you like at the Genesis? Yeah, I think there's a little unfinished business here for our boy, Sam Burns. He had a five stroke lead in this tournament last year, really played well, uh, had the lead late on Sunday, couldn't close the deal. didn't play well on the back nine, ended up finishing third, lost out by a stroke. Finau and uh, Max Holma, I think went to a playoff and Holma won. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, Burns, you know, he hasn't been playing great lately, but to me, get him at like 40 to one. That's a pretty good price. And uh, even Finau, who we can get, I think 50, 55 to one, something like that, who finished second here last year. Again, he's not playing well either, but. Uh, these are both two talented players at that kind of price. Uh, those interest me. It's a, should be a fun tournament. It's a really deep field. Yeah, you're right. The top 10 players in the world are going to tee it up this week at the Riviera Country Club in L.A. DJ was a, uh, a pick by Indy Jeff Seeley early in mm -hmm. the show today. He's got DJ at 16 to 1 on DraftKings. I'm with you, uh, Will Hill. I've got Sam Burns this week, too. 38 to 1 right here at Circa. Like you said, he was a 54-hole leader in this uh, tournament last year. Hey, we got about a minute and a half to go. You do a lot of NFL handicapping for VSIN, and uh, I want to ask you, are you buying into uh, the story starting to circulate that Tom Brady's retirement is a way for him to manipulate a trade to the San Francisco 49ers? I wouldn't put it past him, boy. That would be kind of a bad look for him. For a guy who's been in the league 20 years, he really hasn't had any bad PR other than the deflate gate, which can be, you know, you could debate either way. It sounds like maybe they didn't even do anything wrong there. That would be kind of a strange thing to, to take this retirement tour, get all the praise and everything, and then come back, you know, a month later and play for the 49ers. I don't think that'll happen. Uh, you can never say never. These guys always seem to come back. I mean, Michael Jordan retired, unretired, you know, three different times. Favre did this. I wouldn't put it past him. My lean here would be no, though. I think he is retired, to be honest. All right, Dave Ross asked me for a price on that early in the show, and I said, 
uh, like you stay retired or no minus 150 where would you put it yeah minus 180 minus 200 i would i would make no i would make retired a, a pretty significant favor again i wouldn't be shocked but i would be pretty surprised i just don't understand all the slander if, if brady wants to come back who cares like i mean everybody's like it doesn't it doesn't hurt your legacy i, I think if he comes back he's going to be forgiven very quickly yeah. So do I. Yeah, it's uh, not the worst thing in the world. Right. It would no. just be strange, though. That's it all. would be, be strange. strange. Absolutely, it would be strange. So minus 180 is what Will Hill puts it at. Will, always appreciate the time and the information. As always, again, follow him on Twitter, as I do, at NotTheWillHill. Will, appreciate it, man. We'll catch up again soon. All right. Get some sleep, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> when we come back, maybe some in-pocket plays that we already have. Come on back. It is Follow the Money right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. And we are back. Follow the money time for our in-pocket plays that we have for the day. Matt Humans, a really good day yesterday. 2-0 with your in-pocket plays, and you got a couple more hopeful winners tonight. Yeah, that was yesterday. New Mexico plus six, Wisconsin plus three and a half. Outright wins for those two dogs in the Mountain West and the Big Ten. Hey, Dave, I'm going to stick in those uh, two conferences tonight. Okay. And uh, I considered a bunch of plays on this board, and I might have more today, but uh, for right now, uh, what I'm going to go with is uh, Rutgers plus four against Illinois. And you and I talked about this uh, game early in the mm-hmm. show. I think Rutgers is uh, playing its best basketball right now, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, Rutgers 6-1 in Big Ten home games. Did lose by 35 at Illinois in early December, but that was so long ago, I don't care. If you look who the Scarlet Knights have beat at the rack, it's a who's who in the Big Ten. Purdue, Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State. Rutgers has covered four in a row. I know the Illini are a tough matchup with Kofi Coburn, but I think Ron Harper Jr., and the Scarlet Knights are going to have a, uh, a great shot to win this one outright. I don't like to bet a dog 
uh, typically a single-digit dog unless I really believe that dog can win outright. I thought that last night with New Mexico and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about Rutgers. So Very quickly. Let's get a, Rutgers a roll here. Uh-huh. How, how tough is the rack as far as when you're handicapping, right? Like, how many points do oh, you Oh, I don't do you, know about that. I don't know. You don't think it matters a couple points? Because it is notoriously a tough place to play. I think Rutgers, I, you know what? The team makes it a tough place to play. And, was, and Rutgers is so good defensively right now, and I think the crowd's getting behind this team. Uh, yeah, it's worth at least a couple points. Right. That's probably a three-point home court advantage. That, that helps, certainly. So if they were on a neutral field or neutral court, rather, maybe it's seven at the rack. Uh, well, the one thing I like about this matchup, too, is Rutgers is pretty sound defensively. And if with Illinois, if you lose contact of the three-point shooters, right. talking about Plummer and Frazier, you can be in big trouble. And uh, I think Rutgers is good enough defensively to contain those guys. So let's go Rutgers plus four. I'm also going to go in the Mountain West. We're taking UNLV plus six. And well, the first time these teams met in Vegas, I was at the game. Uh, that was January 14th. It went down to the wire. Rebels ended up losing by five, 73-68. But I also think UNLV is starting to play its best basketball of the season. Kevin Kruger is a first-year coach. He's got these guys playing hard every night out. Bryce Hamilton's been one of the best players in the country uh, the last two or three weeks. Not too many people are talking about him outside of the West Coast, but Bryce Hamilton has led the Rebels in scoring in eight consecutive games and averaged 29.5 points a game over that stretch. Uh, I think Fresno is a fragile favorite here in this spot, and uh, UNLV, which should have got a win at Boise State over the weekend, I thought really got screwed by the officials in the second half. Uh, UNLV's live to win this game as well. It's a conference revenge spot. Let's go UNLV plus six. Hopefully a couple more winners tonight. Well, and I love the the analysis and the handicap of teams that you actually think can win the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important not just try to get inside that number. So maybe an upset tonight at the rack and certainly one for UNLV against Fresno State. Look, I can't wait. I, You know, we talked about it with Will Hill just a little bit ago. I had Aaron Wise last week miss a cut, right? So now you see this a lot where you think your handicap, boy, it was a week off on the handicap. Look, we know how tough Riviera is. If you can putt there, look, you got to hit it straight because it's not its not a bomber's paradise. It's not a course that you can really spray it, mm-hmm. right? I think Aaron Wise is going to have it. I expect him to make the cut, hopefully, the ultimate long shot at 181. Just be around for the weekend. Give me a shot. We know what Tony Finau well, can do. you know what? Do. I say that a lot of times, too, when you're handicapping golf. If you believe in a guy one week and he's playing on a similar, similar course That's the next right. week, stick with him because sometimes he just has an off week. And Aaron Wise did not play well last week, but he might show up and play lights out this week. Yeah, so, and, and, you, and you don't want to be on the sidelines. Uh, if he happens to win or finish top 10 or however, however you want to bet this. Yeah, he actually had it going early on the Thursday uh, last week in Arizona and then uh, collapsed on the backside and then had an indifferent Friday. So I expect a much better effort from him this week. Tony Finau, we talked a little bit about Tony, uh, 53-1, to 1, obviously runner-up last year to Max Homa right here. Mm-hmm. Look, he does have the, – the worry for me is, and it's the difference between, say, a Finau and a Will Zalatoris. Tony does have a lot of battle scars, we know. He's got a lot of, you know, sometimes you go, how hard is it to, to finish? Tony, I feel like, is fighting that a little bit yeah, more. I don't think that bothers him so much anymore because he finally won. He got last, one. You know, he, well, that was the second tournament because he won the Puerto Rico right. Open back. But this was a this was this leg- is a, a real legit legitimate tournament, one. Yes. Legit tournament that he won last year. And I think, really think that took a huge weight off his shoulders. And I, I don't think he's worried about his past failures. Anymore. When he was in the playoff last year against Max Homa, 
I think he was sweating that one out. Mm. And remember when it looked like uh, Homa's ball was trapped up against a tree? Yes. And there was where everybody thought, well, Finau Stop. can't help but win now. It's over. And somehow he found a way to lose. Uh, <laughs> no, but his when you're talking about handicapping golf, course form, current form to me are two of the most important things. He's definitely got the course form here. And then Willie Z, a guy that, you know, has not closed yet, has been so close to closing. It's the different feel for me when you look at Willie Z, and that is it's a matter of time, right? And so, again, ball strikers course here. I don't know that anybody hits it better than Willie Z. Oh, man. Tita Green. I mean. Some people get confused when you're talking about ball striking. What's it mean? <laughs> uh, because isn't that the whole game of golf? Ball no. striking? No, it's just tee to green play. That's, that's what green. you're talking about. With ball stri- and when I was at Torrey Pines a few weeks ago, and I followed Zalatoris pretty much the whole day, his ball striking is exceptional, man. This guy is going to cash tickets. Uh, he's going to pay you off at some point. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but he's going to be a winner. As far as uh, my impact, I, I played Patrick Cantlay. Uh, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, and Maverick McNeely, uh, 105 to one. That was that was a, a bomb I played this week, and I, I think I had one more player. I can't remember. I, I played five guys this week on the future. All right, so there we go. So we got our golf picks out there. Aaron Wise, of course, being my longest of long shots this week. Of course, in pocket is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern. Oh, Zalatoris. At BetRivers.com. Yeah, you're going to play Willie Z every yeah, week until yeah. he wins. Well, not every week. But he's going to win. Typically, but he's going to win. Uh, I might play him every week. We'll see. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't like commitment, Dave. I'm, I'm... <laughs> That's why we're single. No more football, no problem. Well, Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and much, much more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same-game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can get on your withdrawal approval happening very fast. With more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Now, we do have some breaking news as we close out the show here on Follow the Money, and that does involve the Cincinnati Bengals and their head coach, Zach Taylor. It looks like he has been extended. Now, obviously, people go, well, what's the surprise there? Just got to the Super Bowl. If you remember, before this run that I don't think a lot of people saw coming, he was on the short list and on the first list to get fired. Remember, 16 games under 500, 16-32-1. and one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is really when you look at in totality what he's done, you can understand why he was on the short list to get fired. Now, not only has that not happened after the Super Bowl run, they've extended him. Big news. Big news. Yeah, the guy just coached in the Super Bowl and he got a contract extension. That's what happens. No surprise. When you win. Now, you know, here's the thing, too, with uh, how good a coach is Zach Taylor. I'm not sure. Right. I think he's okay. Um, how good a coach is Matt LaFleur in Green Bay? You know, Aaron Rodgers makes him look like a much better coach. I, I think LaFleur's done a decent job. I don't know how good he is. If, you know, Aaron Rodgers had 37 TD passes and two interceptions after week one. Mm. If Jordan loves the quarterback, what's LaFleur's record? Well, exactly. Look, the quarterback's I'm... a big part of the success of the head coach. You saw Sean Payton. How, how good is Payton? Well, here's the interesting thing He didn't look so me. hot this year when he didn't have consistent quarterback play, right? Now, At all. And that's a big, huge key in the NFL and the for the success of a head coach. And that's why, you know, we're talking about Super Bowl futures and the movement, the quarterbacks in the offseason. 
It's a, it's a big deal. Well, the Bengals now with Zach Taylor back in the fold, fourteen to one to win it next year. The Packers, to your point, well, a lot of teams to too. The uh, the Super Bowl hangover yeah. is a, it's a real deal. I, I will be fading the Bengals and the Rams. I can tell you that right now from a futures perspective. Uh, Rams, by the way, uh, plus a thousand, so it would have been a movement on them, which is interesting to me because eleven to one you're seeing at other places as well. Seeing uh, ten to one here. Uh, at DraftKings. So it is interesting when you look at some of these futures here in the Bengals at 14 to one. And again, you go, well, how in the world can the Packers 13 to one Aaron Rodgers? We just don't know the status of Aaron Rodgers. But again, we know the status right now. Zach Taylor is coming back. We still don't know about Sean McVay in LA. We assume he's coming back. He'll be back. 36 years old. What else are you going to do? <clears throat> Sell real estate. Sean McVay is going to be back here. And the Rams will come back for one more run at it. Just like the the Buccaneers tried to do a year ago. Sure. Why not? Didn't work out. Got close. Not saying I would bet the Rams on the futures board, but I fully expect that team to try to come back intact to make one more run. Want to thank Jeff Seeley, Paul Stone, Johnny Avello, and, of course, Will Hill for joining us today. Right here, we'll see you tomorrow. Follow the money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Take the... Take the... Take the... Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.